0: You're listening to the doll up on the All Things Comedy Network. This is a by American History Podcast for each week. I, Dave Anthony, read a story from American history to my friend.
1: Uh, Gareth Reynolds, who has no idea what the topic is going to be about. Back to you at the intro, Dave. You do,
0: though. Huh? You know what the topic is. Let's do
1: it again. You're listening uh, uh, Gareth Reynolds, who this time is in the second part of a topic he didn't know in the first part. But since it's a two-parter, now knows what the topic is going to be about. Why are you holding your ear? Uh, So I can keep uh, contact with the studio while I'm also conducting the show with you, Dave. When's the last time you
0: saw someone holding their ear when they were... Thanks, Charlie.
1: That's right. Back to you guys.
0: Yep. Go ahead, Dave. That, That hasn't happened since, like, the 80s. Like, nobody... More at
1: 11 tonight. We'll see you there again. Go ahead, Dave. Yeah, So are you time traveling? I'm doing the show. I'm completely present. You're holding your ears. And there's talk of flurries. The the shake? The the McDonald's drink, because that's (laughs) the only kind we're going to get. We will have a a time where people will only know flurries (laughs) from the McDonald's drink. They'll be like, what's a flurry? What's a McFlurry? Be like, well, it was based on this thing. Remember white rain? (laughs) We
0: laugh because so many people are going to die.
1: Back to you guys (laughs) in the studio. Sorry about that. Dave Anthony got negative. (laughs) Come on. This is where you play the intro. And called it, quote, his jam patch. Jam pad? Jam-pap? I'm the fucking hippo guy. Dave. Okay. My name's Gary. <laughs> my
0: name's Gary. Wait, is
1: it for fun? And this is not going to become the Tickly podcast. Okay.
0: This is like
1: Adam. On a five-part confession. Five rounds of play! Now hit him with the puppy. <laughs> you both present sick arguments. <laughs> no sleep-tell hippo. <laughs> that's sleep-tell hippo. H- action part. Hi, Gary. No, I Done, my friend. <laughs> no, no, no. We're, We're back. Great. How are you? <laughs> we don't need to catch up. We just did an episode. What's up? Stop with the sup stuff. Oh, Dave, we've got some shows to talk about. That's right, everybody. We make our tour return this Thursday. Sorry, Tuesday, September 14th. We will be at Wise Guys in Las Vegas. Then on the 16th, we will be at Wise Guys in Salt Lake City. And then uh, we are at the Paramount Theater in Denver for the High Plains Comedy Festival. That is uh, Saturday, September 18th. Join us there. That'll be a great time. September 22nd, uh, we will be in Phoenix, but there's no ticket link, so just get ready. Uh, Then we'll be in San Francisco, November 5th. Saturday, November 6th, we'll be in Sacramento. December 10th, we will be in uh, San Diego. And then Australia, we will be there in 2021 uh, from October to... Who knows? We're not sure. But go to dollopodcast.com for all the information there and join us for some live shows. And then I will be at CB Live in Phoenix, Arizona, August 5th. That's me, Gareth Reynolds. I will be at uh, the Rally Improv, August 6th through the 8th. I will be at Hyenas, August 19th in Dallas. I'll be at the State Theater in Austin, Texas, August 20th. I'll be at the Rec Room in Houston, Texas, August 21st, Spokane Comedy Club, Spokane, Washington, August 26th, 27th, Tacoma Comedy Club, also in Washington. Go to GarethReynolds.com for all the information. Have you just been flipping me off the whole time? That's why I don't like doing the camera stuff. You get like, you're like, you're not focused. You should be focused on the dates that I say. I'm a pro. You are a pro. I can't fight you there. You're a pro. How are you? Now, what are you going to do? Do you shout a date for these?
0: Fuck, I just thought of that. Um, you know what? I should shout the date. Let yeah. me look it up really quick. Uh, well, what am I supposed delay, to do? Delay,
1: delay, delay. Oh, oh, van. Delay. Okay, you got it. <clears throat> hey, everyone uh, at the show from the Dollop show that you're listening to. Uh, just before we jumped in, I wanted to address something that I think is really important. Uh-huh. Uh, and it's a topic that we really find crucial here at the Dollop. Uh-huh. Um, w- uh, the- July 24th, 1978.
0: Whoa. Billy Martin fired. Mm-hmm. Uh, Disgrace
1: From the Yankees. Uh, George Steinbrenner After winning the
0: World Series But getting drunk and
1: saying shit And And George Steinbrenner getting multiple death threats Death threats
0: People saying they never go to the game Yankees Ex-Yankees coming out and saying they never never step foot in Yankee Stadium again People burning tickets outside the stadium It's fucking
1: mayhem Right
0: The next game after he's fired, it's a home game. And oh, it
1: was still in season. I forgot. Yeah, yeah, okay, it's in, in season. Right, right.
0: And um, fans chant,
1: "We want Billy" for twenty straight minutes. Jesus Christ, that is the ability. Sometimes for fans, like the this, like the person who's always trying to lead the wave at the games. Like there's just certain you're just sometimes really impressed by the energy of the lunatic fan. Yes,
0: a hundred percent. You know, they're amazing. Yeah. Uh, Reggie didn't play that game, and I assume it's because they didn't. They thought he'd get booed. Healthy scratch. Yeah, healthy scratch. Mantle, Ford, and other Yankees from the '50s team said they'd never go to the stadium. Billy and George have a meeting, so he calls after a, there's like three or four days go by, and it's like you, it's you like can crazy. just tell
1: that George Steinbrenner is crazy because y- if you're gonna make that move, you have to be so sure that that is going to work out for you in some yeah. way to be on the phone a few days later, just like that, you know, yeah. Shows. That you, hey, hey, so buddy. Maybe, like it's a big whoopsie. Yeah. It's a big whoopsie. That's a big whoopsie. <laughs> back to you in the studio. Uh,
0: George tells Billy the Yankees aren't the Yankees without him. And, 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 it, okay. So this is, so Billy he probably wants had him to like tears
1: streaming down his yeah. face while oh, he yeah. got a boner. Yeah. Okay. It was just like a lot. It was just like, well, everything's good right you now. You said it that, like that's not normal. Like, no, I well, do that. Yeah, like, yeah. No, I know. but
0: That's uh, how I do it. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Um, so this is. George says he wants him back if he agrees to only drink beer.
1: What? What, 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 what a world. What a world. It is. It's like the ver- the idea of sobriety was like, it wasn't a thing. It was just like.
0: Do you remember the ads the uh, the I only drink beer ads no okay so i I went online and tried to find them but i what? I really remember these around this time. they had a uh there were all these ads on like please stop being such an alcoholic but
1: they they were basically public service yes because people because drinking so much
0: and and there was one where the guy was like uh you know i was I was drinking two or three six packs a day and just thinking, what it's just beer." And that was the ad was like, hey, beers, alcohol also
1: like it was the craziest fucking reminding people that like, hey, you know, if if you drink a ton of beer, then it's like liquor. <laughs> Numbers wise. <laughs> no, no. Hear me out. Yeah. Well, I mean, even as we've heard in the first part, like the ubiquity of alcoholism. Yeah. It's like I mean, yeah, it just it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, so he hires Billy
0: right there. What the so fuck? So hires him what back. What a weirdo. It's five days later. Um, but he doesn't
1: tell the GM this. What, what a weird... What is... Like, that's why you don't want to work for these kind of <laughs> owners. You know what I mean? Like, you did what? <laughs> yeah. Well, I hired your coach back, but I didn't tell the GM. So things are pretty bad. And they've already hired another manager. So
0: there's a guy... That they immediately hired, I think his name's Bob Lemon.
1: You got to treat it like a mistress manager, like we were talking about before. Yeah, you know, yeah. don't let him know. That's well. Okay, you ready?
0: No. So the GM, he tells. So George tells the GM, and GM's like, "Well, that's fucking crazy. Yeah, it's like
1: getting married while you're married. It's like, dude, you can't. We do just that.
0: hired a guy. He hasn't I done know. anything wrong.
1: I know." I messed up in some way. I agree.
0: No, but we can't. What? Like, then you can't fire that guy because people are like, what are you doing to well, that guy? I can't guy? fire
1: Billy. I just hired Billy. You shouldn't have hired Billy. I you agree, just- but we are where we are. I got to fire. What am I going to do? Oh. <gasps> Don't say... We Combine them into one person <laughs> and, oh, and they'll I, share a body? I thought you were going to say oh, co-manage. Go, well, oh, great. Co-manage. That's even better. That's less no, science. That's it's terrible. Well, it's, I'll tell you what. I don't know how we're going to get him to share a body. Your plan at least like, is tethered to reality in some capacity. No, just don't. He doesn't come back to manage. All right. We should dig up a body. <laughs> so... Are we same paging? No. Okay. Different paging.
0: So the GM is like, look we keep the guy we just hired until 1980 and then we bring Billy back so we announce him now announce and then Billy? say he'll be the new manager in 1980 so a year and a half away what he'll take over the team what then everything is resolved because the guy gets to keep his job for a little while and bill yeah and i feel comfortable knowing
1: that he's <laughs> coaching for a season and a half or whatever Can you i can't no even it's <laughs> like i'm trying to think of like like they've got they've had air parents like very clearly and but but you're never like, that's right, he's got another season and a half. <laughs> and then he's done. And he's like, what? It's no like, yep. Yeah. Uh, no matter how good we are, what state the franchise is in, he's out of here. <laughs> we got a new guy coming in. We're planning ahead oddly now. So they all agree to this. They're all like, great idea. Great. Okay, well, it's nice that we came to the meet each other in the middle on this.
0: Total side thing, but the current manager called everyone meet. Called everyone meat? So he would walk through the dog and be like, hey, how's it going there, meat? Hey, nice
1: hit, meat. Uh, Dave, I feel physically ill. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a guy uh, just flippantly calling, addressing you as meat? Uh, hey, come on here. I want to talk to you, meat. Meat. I'd be like, I'd be like buddy, if you say meat again, I'm literally going to throw up. But
0: the fact that that was his name for everybody it's is not, the craziest. But, it's
1: like, but like, I've, like I say Buddy. <laughs> You know what I mean? And it's not great, but it's not meat. Meat. Hey, meat. <laughs> Thank God that never
0: caught on. Uh-huh. So. How you doing, meat? Uh, you don't. Mm. Yeah. So the next game is Old Timer's Day. So that's where the old they guys come back and play a game. Oh, before right. the oh, Right. So Billy anou- they announced Billy at that game as the future 1980 manager, and the crowd goes, Crazy. <laughs> Seven minutes standing ovation. Some people are like, what?
1: Hey, that's actually totally insane. This though. is really fucking weird. And it makes no sense to actually be doing that because what? It's not like he's getting another job, so why not just uh, wait and play this one out and see how it goes a little bit? Uh, this is fucking insane, it's right? It's a really strange move. It's why strange... are we applauding? This is crazy. Well, I mean, we're all clapping, but it is very strange. It's strange. I, beyond fucking strange it's You insane. should not be hiring a guy and then deciding that you're going to bring the guy you fired back in like a year and a half. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. It makes no sense. It shows you that he knows he messed up by firing him, Yeah, that's I don't right. disagree with, but I'd like to see this guy go through a little bit. But this is fucked up. It's fucking nuts.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Reggie asked why he wasn't warned.
1: <laughs> Reggie's like, hey, uh, you know, just as a player, this seems like you guys don't know what you're doing. <laughs> just from the outside looking in.
0: And George told him, quote, well, I didn't have to, Reggie.
1: Well, Reggie, um, here's the deal. I'm not doing well lately at this. Don't give a shit. Yeah.
0: Reggie would later call this the worst day of his life. Wow, really? Billy uh <laughs> That's Billy, a good life. Uh, Billy apologizes to George through the press, but he doesn't apologize to Reggie. Right. Now George is a hero too. Because right. he brought he it back. back.
1: Yeah, but after fire, like it's he's like a watch.
0: It's like somehow it's a PR coup. Everyone's happy except
1: for Reggie. Reggie Jackson. Right. But uh, the press is also stupid to be like, George Steinbrenner gets it right. Like, <laughs> he just undid the thing he did. Well,
0: reporters are even more stupid because reporters all think Billy's only going to drink beer from now
1: on. Right. It was... <laughs> the idea that that is in quest... <laughs> Again, it's... I mean, not to circle back on it because I kind of forgot about it, but it is just a crazy stipulation. Yeah. Listen, uh, I need you in top form. Beer only. Only beer. <laughs> low, let it be low and brow. Uh,
0: so that night, uh, Billy goes out and parties with Mantle and Ford till 6 a.m. Uh,
1: Mickey um, Mantle really puts yeah. up some numbers. Oh, yeah. On and off the field.
0: Um, the Yankees win the World Series that year. Wow. So. Um, it's so awkward. I mean, still got another year. The other guy still uh-huh. got another year.
1: Honey, we're going to get divorced in two years, and I'm going to marry <laughs> Sheila. <laughs> no matter how good this goes, Sheila and I are gonna end up in two years. That's fair. Yeah, it's just I'm the just, deal I made. I'm happy. Everybody's happy. I fucked her. I don't know what else to do. That's okay. Okay.
0: Uh, Reggie became known as Mr. October for his playoff heroics.
1: Right. Okay. So that would be because that's when I like I, the highlights that I've seen. Like right, probably right around them when he's just fucking cranking. Yeah, he's homers. cranking the yeah.
0: home runs in the playoffs. So. Two months later, tried Billy— Tried to kill the queen and the naked gun, too. That's right. Important stuff. So two months later, Billy is in Reno. He's doing an appearance for a basketball coach friend. like a, I think it's a college team or something, but he's like, hey, can you come in and help us? Yeah, he's
1: got like cones with beers, and he's like, now see how many of these you can drink on that cone, kid? Come on. Billy's training <laughs> you.
0: So a young local reporter interviews Billy in a bar, and Billy's shit paced and the reporter asks about a Yankee trade that had happened that day that Billy did not know about.
1: Now he's not the coach. He's not the coach, but he is the part he's of the organization the coach in waiting. Yeah. He is,
0: and, and like probably has some sort of position in the front office or whatever. Future coach. So this really pisses Billy off. Sure. And he tries to get the reporter's notes. He's like grabbing at him and trying to snatch the notes away
1: because he regrets that he was so drunk. Because he, no.
0: He's oh, he just hates the information. He, yeah, he's mad. So he thinks. And it's, it's like he's being sandbagged, He's like, oh, you're surprising me with this. Right, okay. And then he punches the reporter twice in the face.
1: Sure, okay, great. So we're that's two orbital bones away from this yeah. story being nothing. That's,
0: that's how you stop an interview
1: yeah, back then. Yeah.
0: The reporter had uh, chipped teeth and uh-huh. a gash above his eye. Mm-hmm. I think all the medical expenses were like seventy five hundred bucks. Okay, people in other countries are like, what are you talking about? That's right. Oh, uh, we uh, we have a great system where if you get punched in the face, then you well, have to pay the hospital.
1: People in this country are also probably like seventy five hundred. That is an old <laughs> fee, and now that's not what it looks like. Now that's right. it's way higher. That's so, right. Yeah.
0: Um. So. The battered reporter's face is published in papers across the country. Right. Okay. Charges are filed. I gotta give me a second. Oh, you got the you got the guy. Yeah, he oh, shit. he he has a nice shiner um, in the picture, and um, the. George, so the reporter sues him for you know money on top of it all. Face destruction. Face destruction. And George says Billy's fate was up to the trial outcomes. He's like, "What happened with the trial? Trials? That'll be you know what happens with Billy." So (laughs) there's a lot of coach (laughs) trial.
1: I mean, George Steinbrenner is again making it a little weird.
0: Yes, it's completely insane. Um, The
1: uh, oh my goodness, that eyeball is popped. He, Jeez, he got legitimately popped, like, dude. His eye guy. looks like a seagull's, or like a. It's very strange. I'm
0: more. I'm more upset about
1: the mouth and the. The mouth, the, the mustache, mustache is a bother to begin with. Yeah, the mustache
0: is upsetting. So, so the 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 negotiators are weird because they don't want to just pay the guy because then it'll make him seem like he's guilty. So they. To, they get the medal expenses paid through the basketball team that had invited him down to like make it like seem like he didn't actually do anything. Sure. And, and by then, the
1: way, this is a good thing for the kids at the camp to hear <laughs> about. You know, you're you're trying to instill some lifelong lessons into these young go getters, and as they learn about the future that's of right. sport and how to be a proper yeah. sportsman yeah. or sportswoman, and um, and it's just nice to know that a guy chipped a reporter's teeth across the street on a blackout. That's right. So one of your coaches. Um,
0: so the basketball team ends up paying his medical expenses, and then Billy's supposed to. The agreement is Billy will apologize at a press conference to the guy, but then Billy's reporter goes up and and says like, "Oh, they agreed on they everyone says they're sorry and blah blah blah," and then has them shake hands in front of everybody before Billy apologizes. So now that puts the reporter in a really bad situation. He can't be like, are oh, you say you're going to apologize." Because it looks to everybody like they've shaken hands and made Right.
1: Up. But one will, I mean, I'm not exactly sure where we're going, but one would assume that Billy would still be like, hey, I owe this guy an apology. But Billy's like, hey, all right, <laughs> fucking cheated you, you son of a bitch.
0: Well, Billy doesn't think he owes an apology. Right. But yeah. but he agreed. I mean, at first, Billy was like, he tried to punch me, but he didn't try to punch right. me. Right. He threw
1: his eye into my hand. <laughs> <laughs> Should have seen this guy.
0: So uh, that's it. Uh, George afterwards says Billy can sign his new contract.
1: Well, George Steinbrenner feels like a good guy at the helm. <laughs> the
0: Yankees are bad again, uh, and George fires the manager well before 1980. So Billy. So the to manager win. who won the <laughs> won the World Series is now just like he does, Just like he did with Billy, it's it just- works
1: out really well for Steinbrenner, who really was making some crazy calls and yeah. like, oh, thank God we suck.
0: So Billy's back, and uh, he tells right away, he's like, Reggie's the key to this team, and Reggie asks to be traded. hmm Okay. And uh, he just keeps asking to be traded. And George finally says, quote, I keep telling Reggie that he should try Billy again. The first time I ate broccoli, I didn't like it. The second time, I didn't like it. Now it's one of my favorite vegetables.
1: Well, it's just... I mean, seriously, <laughs> what, uh, wait, I, what, what are we doing here?
0: What? They call it analogies, and they uh, this is a very good
1: one. You know, that analogy reminds me of when I was trying to eat shit. Yes. I couldn't do it, mm-hmm. and uh, I no matter how many times I try, it just won't go down. That's right. So
0: Yeah, that's a good point. Thanks. Uh, somehow, Reggie... Took this advice and called Billy, and they talked, and then Reggie. Look, Billy, Reggie,
1: you're like broccoli. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I do. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, thanks, Reggie. I, yeah. You'll go down. And you're you're like a, a salmon. Uh, together we are a weird dinner, but a good one. Yeah, yeah,
0: sure. Yeah, broccoli and salmon.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yum.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so Reggie comes to play the next day. Um, now, a few months later, August first. Thurman Munson died when he crashed his private plane. Okay, and he's Billy's favorite player. That's Billy's the
1: catcher, that was the heartbeat of the team. Yeah, that yeah, there. yeah.
0: Billy's just crushed.
1: Right. Well, so um, is Thurman. To be fair,
0: yeah. <laughs> During a moment of silence before the next game, Reggie convulsed in tears in right field. Oh Jesus! They had such a weird relationship wait, because I read quotes wait, where, but wait, was why like did he call him a man? Word and like who was. Thurman Munson and Reggie and so and to his face and then Reggie would be like ha ha like it was all f- so fucking weird to read right. I mean you know this is the seventies and now it's it's obviously forty years later or whatever but it's, or fifty years later right. forty years later but it's still you read and you're like wait what Like right. I, I don't know it was
1: just uh, but so he Reggie is creased by he,
0: yeah he's upset by it but right. the fucking Thurman Munson hated him I don't know it's just <laughs> it's, it's, I mean they it's did but they on. did win
1: together so who knows what
0: that meant you know the, yeah. these guys are yes all over the fucking maps right um, so the Yankees don't make the playoffs that year, because obviously that's tragic. Uh, Billy's divorce from Gretchen is finalized, and he meets Heather Irvalino, who is 24 years old, and she looks 16. Everyone is like, oh my god, Billy's dating a teenager.
1: Good, good. I was going to say, just Make it look weirder (laughs) is the move now. From the outside, things already look really crazy and not good. This will help. Yeah, let's make it as creepy
0: and awful as possible. This will help. Hey, that old drunk guy is dating a teenager. Is that his babysitter? Hey, have you
1: seen the uh, Yankees coach's new girlfriend? Yes, she's very young.
0: (laughs) Uh, They become very serious. In October, he goes to Minnesota to hunt with a friend. Sure. And while he's in a bar...
1: Uh-oh. Never good. This feels like this always sets up poorly for old Billy. A marshmallow salesman
0: starts telling Bennett Billy his baseball opinion.
1: How oh, anybody eat a marshmallow? How are you, sir? Uh, just uh, curious if you like snacks. Do you like to eat things? I do, yeah. Oh, well, uh, do you like uh, weird consistencies? Uh, yeah, I guess I like Would weird Would you say you're open to uncommon luxuries? Yeah, I love Uncommon Luxury. Now, as far as a snack goes, are you open-minded? Yeah. Why then, sir, allow me to open this briefcase here and show you what I've got. Look at these things. Look at that. Looks like something you'd put on your door to stop it from banging into your wall, right? That's a marshmallow. You've seen these before. Oh, yeah. Well, there's something different about these. What? They come with a curse. A what? No, they don't. They're just regular marshmallows. You want (laughs) to buy one? No. Well, they have a curse. Why would I buy a marshmallow out of your suitcase?
0: You don't have to buy one.
1: You buy them in 12s or 24s or 36s. Or you can get a marshmallow of the month membership. You could become a Marsh member. You want to be a Marsh member, sir? No. That's where every month, we don't know how many marshmallows we're going to send you. Could be none. It's $15 a month. Have you ever sold any marshmallows? Sir, are you in or are you out? I'm out. Well, I'm going to have to ask you to reconsider.
0: Have you considered putting those in bags and selling them a- in bags instead? Uh, it's of just a in lot of they-
1: bags. That's a lot of overhead when it comes to the bag budget, which we don't have.
0: Nobody wants loose marshmallows.
1: Well, I mean, it's mixed in with some of my cards and pens. Because I'm not. What am I going to carry two briefcases? Yes. Well, that sounds now. Now, who's crazy? Now, who's sounding crazy? No, these it's are still far- you. Uh, well, look, sir, just shut the fuck up for a minute and listen to me. Do you have any interest in buying a bunch of these marshmallows? No! I have more in the car. I, where? In the car, in the front seat. In the front seat? Yes, sitting there. In a pile? I mean, you know, yeah, yes, there's a bunch of them. Yes, in a pile. Well, I can't put them all in the briefcase with my pens Why and Why aren't they in bags? I don't, <sighs> sir, I'm not gonna sit here again and break down the bag budget, all right? I can't believe you've never met a marshmallow salesman before. (laughs) You're acting like that's crazy. It's crazy. It's not. I sell marshmallows. You can just go to a store and buy them. Why do that when I'm right here offering you a great package?
0: I don't want. I don't want to be around you. I don't. Nobody does.
1: Karen left.
0: So this marshmallow salesman starts telling Billy his baseball (laughs)
1: opinions. You know, uh, when you sell marshmallows door to door, you have a lot of time to think. Baseball captures my thoughts.
0: (laughs) Including talking about how bad the Yankees were that year. Billy finally, quote. Oh, no. Tell you what, Joe. I bet you $500 your penny that I can knock you on your ass. (laughs) And he put $500 on the bar. (laughs) The marshmallow salesman, quote, let's go. What the
1: fuck? <laughs> Marshmallow salesman. <laughs> I love the marshmallow salesman.
0: Uh, as they walked out, Billy punched him in the mouth.
1: Oh, Jesus.
0: The hotel police were called. Um, the Billy told. So then the hotel police, like the next day or whatever, told the press it gets out. Mm-hmm. Billy tells the press. The salesman fell and cut his lip.
1: You know how these marshmallow <laughs> salesmen; are, they're always falling. That's why they work in such soft materials. George didn't believe Billy, and he launches an
0: investigation. Uh, Five days later, Billy is fired as Yankees manager.
1: So the tenure was what? <laughs> I don't know. Like
0: it's, not weeks? Not no. It's 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 a long time because oh, okay. they. It, he made it into the next season. So oh, okay. He, so yeah, so yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. about a season, probably? Yeah, more, if, if, maybe Under? less. Okay. Maybe less. Okay. But still, okay. Well, no, it's
0: about a season because it's after. No, I, I mean, don't
1: know. mean, the fact it's, that it's a marshmallow a salesman's at a bar during the day shows you how good the job was going.
0: I mean, look, that's just what, I mean, if you've ever read the the Marshmallow Salesman Chronicles. It's, it's not. Yeah, it's dark. Yeah, it's very dark. So, yeah, so he's fired. He, Billy, Billy is...
1: What year is this?
0: This is uh, 79 a yeah,
1: marshmallow salesman.
0: I think it's 80. So, uh, Billy goes back to California to hang out with his family. He's very despondent, very upset. And he's resenting George because he had followed all of George's rules.
1: Yeah, he, he only stuck to beer.
0: He got along with Reggie. No problems with the press. No problems with George.
1: You didn't tell me I couldn't whoop a marshmallow <laughs> salesman's ass. You should have put that in the contract. Well, now I know. Don't ruin marshmallow salesmen. So he thinks the fight thing is just a random,
0: unrelated event. It has nothing to do with the Yankees, and he I wasn't a
1: coach when I beat up the marshmallow salesman. Didn't have my salesman. hat on. I didn't
0: have my uniform on. Hey. Okay. Plus, if you can't beat up a marshmallow salesman, what are we doing? Honestly, Who are we?
1: We need to get rid of them.
0: Now the Oathen, Oakland, Oakland, Oakland. The Oakland Athletics are a terrible team, right? They've lost 108 games the last year. Sports writers called them the Oakland Pathetics.
1: Sure. So I'm going to call those sports writers Pathetics. Yes.
0: Um, there's about they're getting about 3,700 fans at games. Wow. And they're and they're just like so you could get a row. They're four years off being one of the best teams of all time, right? You know, so um, they immediately hired Billy. Two year contract, hundred twenty five thousand dollars. His wife, his wife, his sister says she's very relaxed and happy again because it's his hometown, right? Right. Um, so he told the A's, gets the team together, and he goes, "Look, you guys, you guys are going to steal home eight times this year." Now, stealing home is crazy. Yeah, like you'd be lucky if 18, eight teams did it in the right. season. Right. It's just an insane thing to say. It, he, and they told Ricky Henderson, quote, you're going to break Ty Cobb's record for stolen bases in a season. Ricky's brand new in the league, and he's like, but that's fucking crazy. Ricky's born and raised in Oakland. Um, he didn't speak great, so people didn't realize he was a baseball genius. And and he said to Billy, quote, that's 96 bases, Skip. And Billy said, quote, we don't stop until you've got at least 100. And Billy quickly taught the A's how to rattle opponents like he'd done before. Right. And this is when it became known as Billy Ball. Okay. Um, oh, I thought
1: that was a picture. It's just me. I was like, there What's you What's the picture? No, it's
0: very pretty. Yeah, thank you. They stole home nine times that season.
1: Stealing home is so hard because, like, if you're going to steal first to second, the pitcher's got, like, you're not in his field of vision. But if you're on third base...
0: Well, the whole idea is there's something called the Bach. If right. you bock the... So balking is like you don't come to a complete stop when you're pitching and then start going again or or you step the wrong way. There's uh, there's like a bunch of ways you can balk. So you have to be very very strict and regimented when you're pitching, and if you go off a little bit, the player gets an extra base. So the whole reason, one of the reasons to do that is to rattle the pitcher so he might balk. Right. It just fucks with his mind. Like he sees you running. He has to keep his motion the same. Right. But it throws him. Right, right. Yeah. So, yeah, so nine times is crazy. They stole home <laughs> twice in one inning. <laughs> oh my God. So, hey, so fans are just going, this is just fucking amazing. Right. Fans are going crazy. They're doing hidden ball tricks. They're throwing balls in the dirt to scuff it so the pitcher can then use it to, you know, throw better. They learn how to throw spitballs. R- Ricky is stealing bases like crazy. Game attendance goes up from 3,700 to 12,000. Okay. Ricky, quote, the other team starts grousing and complaining. They're half angry and half embarrassed, and we're smiling. I tell you, it was fun. So they're having a fucking right. blast. Billy and Ricky have a bond. Uh, he, also, being from Oakland, he takes care of Ricky, and Ricky's odd. Okay. Ricky's an odd dude. He, he calls other players by nicknames. Meat? Not meat, but it, he just everyone he gives a nickname to. And a few of his teammates thought it was because he didn't know their names.
1: Right. That's a good move. That's a good <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you got to be good with those nicknames. That's a good move. One
0: example is later in his career, he's on a new team, and there's a teammate there that, you know, he just started, and the teammate has a batting helmet on, and he goes, Helmet. It's John Oliver. He goes, he asked him if he always wore the helmet in the field. He doesn't, because the guy wears it in the field when he's oh. on defense. And uh, he says, quote, we had a guy on the Mets last year who did that too. And all says, quote, yeah, Ricky, that was me. I <laughs> was your, your teammate for a whole year. <laughs> and I wore the helmet.
1: So. <laughs> yeah, that hurts. Ricky once got a, also, he wore the helmet and he got hit
0: in the head. So he, if he got hit in the
1: head again, he would die. So oh, okay. he had to wear. Okay. Um, right. Don't make me feel bad. No, I You really fucking I just was asking a question. Yeah, you're
0: like a marshmallow. salesman. So, yeah. I gotta be honest. Oh, that's
1: unbelievable. <laughs> So Ricky... Shallows!
0: One time Ricky got a $1 million bonus at the end of the season, and after a few months the team called because the check hadn't been cashed, and Ricky had framed it and put it on his wall.
1: Wow. With, like, a break in case of emergency glass or something? (laughs) I don't know. Wow. That's amazing. (laughs) That's like, you do that with the one, your first $1 bill or whatever. Look, he
0: also goes on to be the best leadoff hitter in Major League Baseball history. Like, he's amazing. So... Billy hung out at the Danville Hotel in a bar where no one bothered him. Okay. Like it's his new bottom of the barrel, yeah, right, right. right? But on the road, the fights with the marshmallow salesman and the young reporter gave him a rep, right? So before he was battling Billy, who fought on the field and was a tough guy, and now he's known as a drunk bar fighter. Okay. So he was a marked man, just right. like back in the day in Berkeley, right? Drunks want to take on the most famous bar brawler in America. Billy, quote, it would escalate. The guy would say, did you get fired today? Or why don't you take a swing at me? Come on, you don't look so tough. Billy's son who's older now. Billy's son, quote, I watched hundreds of big, bruising guys come up to my dad in a bar and say they were going to kick his little ass. I'm telling you, it never stopped. I'm no, I'm no marshmallow salesman, Billy. Why don't you try beating me up?
1: I, I mean, I, it is important that we celebrate the marshmallow <laughs> salesman throughout the story and keep his memory alive um, for, yeah, future generations. Oh, my God. Um, I'm not no marshmallow salesman. It's like, yeah, no one else is. That was the only one ever. There was never another marshmallow salesman. <laughs>
0: Uh, another uh, quote. I remember one night the guy sitting next to him just kept flicking his cigarette ashes ah. on Billy's arm and hand. Billy kept asking him to stop, but the guy just stared at him and kept flicking the ashes on him.
1: I saw a guy kick another guy's ass for ashing on him a few times. Yeah. And it was uh, – everyone was like, you are within your rights you to do. What you're about
0: to do. <laughs> but so he is – as much as he's the brawler, he also holding is back. holding back. Yeah. Like he's not – on the road, fans began to pelt him with marshmallows.
1: Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> ma- I mean, uh, the marshmallow guy had to be at home like, that's right, you <laughs> son of a bitch. You beat me up, but I made millions. <laughs> Marshmillions. <laughs> wow. In- but, but if you're going to have things thrown at you, yeah. there's not a lot of better I things would than my, I would
0: just open my mouth. Yeah, Right. right around, yeah.
1: <laughs> I think he's eating all of them.
0: (laughs) In Minnesota, hundreds of people during a loss threw marshmallows at Billy. So they're just. Right. But in New York, fans gave him, again, a standing ovation. They still loved him. He was named manager of the year for improving the A's record by 29 wins with the exact same players. They didn't get a new player. Crazy. Same team, 29 more wins. Uh, They drew 500,000 more fans. Wow. The A's gave him a five-year contract. Yeah,
1: I was going to say.
0: The next spring training, a British rock star photographer who hung out with the Stones and the Who came to take pictures of the team.
1: That's right, everyone. Yeah, you know, that (laughs) asshole. (laughs) Just not the right vibe for the environment. What you got there, you silly little bats and things? Move that out of the way. Come on, everyone. Get on the drummies. Kick a soccer ball. There you are, Yeah.
0: Quote, I've been around a lot of crazy shit. But Billy, his coaches, and some of the players, they kept up to that level. It was all alcohol based. But some of these older guys were serious, professional drinkers. Some mornings at the batting cage in spring training, with the coaches staying there, it didn't smell like alcohol. It smelled like someone had dumped a quart of Jim Beam on home plate. Wow. So they are just fucking. Wow!
1: What a crazy! Boozy. What a crazy! I mean, it's just like so counter to what you would think an athletic organ. I mean, it's just you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's invite impairment into every level of this. <laughs> I mean, that's fucking yeah. nuts.
0: So that the A's started that season with a seventeen and one record, and they're drunk. And yeah, and the coaches are, and they're fucking. And then this is Mike Norris, who was on the bees, the coke, guy, uh, coke guy. Okay, and like right. this is like,
1: right. as long as they have some cocaine, I didn't know they had cocaine too. Probably.
0: Time Magazine put Billy on the cover under it, the headline "It's Incredible." So he's on Time Magazine's cover because I mean,
1: it's just you'd just be like, we need to drink more. We're doing so good. <laughs> Can we get IVs? Yeah, it's just vodka and marshmallows.
0: Uh. But in May. Billy was suspended a week for bumping an umpire. Now, the umpire's union were done with Billy.
1: That's called bumpire, by the way.
0: Bumpiring. The umpire's union were considering suing Billy for assault. Okay. Another umpire called Billy, quote, probably the meanest, most unfair man of all on the field. Okay. Now, Heather's living in his house in a gated Blackwater with her brother, mother, and father. So, uh, how can I explain? Explain black. Blackwater is like a crazy fucking rich housing place that is walled off, and it's in the East Bay, and it's like just super fucking rich people. Okay. So he's she's living there uh, with her brother, mother, and grandmother at his house. And I can't really figure this out. Like, so
1: wait, all he's, everyone's he's, he's okay.
0: living there, but he's not. Like, he'd also stay at the hotels. Sure. Like, it, it's it's weird.
1: Okay, um, it's July, also weird to move in. Every member of the that girl is also you're weird. But she family. didn't want
0: to go without her family. So, and you know, if you saw if you saw Black Hawk, you'd be like, all right, uh, right, yeah, okay. In July
1: 1980.
0: She, He meets Jill Gwyver, who's a 25-year-old photographer. Oh, dear. Oh, Billy. Oh, Billy. Uh, They're very soon inseparable.
1: Okay. That's going to be a problem because he's... Well, he's separable with someone else right now. I'm sorry? He's in the separable thing already. He can't be... Yeah,
0: but this is a different person.
1: Oh, right. No, I think that's still... My point still stands that... um, No, she's a different, so he can be... Yeah, but he's got the one... So you can't be inseparable and carry on two relationships. Oh, well, hold on. Oh. She was his road girlfriend. What? Touche, friend. Continue. <laughs> Billy
0: thought he had better morals than his players who had one-night stands on the road. It's
1: disgusting. He, Get yourself a road wife.
0: He probably told an A's executive that he only had one woman on the road and one at home.
1: I keep it pretty good where I come from. I'm not looking for any stress or drama. <laughs> the A's made the playoffs. Uh-huh.
0: But then Good they, for road wife. She's like, oh, yeah, oh more at right. a time. But then they lost to the Yankees in four games. Okay. After, uh, at the after party, Yankee Greg Nettles decked Reggie Jackson. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and they won. Reggie's just awful. He's yeah. He's just fucking awful. Yeah.
0: Billy was now more famous than ever.
1: Sure.
0: Billy Ball was trademarked. Um, the tea got mo- team got most of the profits, but it's trademarked. He had tons of endorsements. Sears wants to now sell a Billy Martin casual wear line.
1: He, oh my god!
0: He dressed what? in like cowboy. It's
1: clothes. one pant leg's off. And, uh, <laughs> okay.
0: It's going to be tons of fucking money. Like this is like this is striking it rich. Right. So Sears sends a private jet to bring him to a meeting at their headquarters. Okay. Unfortunately, the jet had scotch on it, so Billy shut up, wasted, and they canceled the deal.
1: Okay, good, 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 good. Smart. (laughs) That's fine. It's okay.
0: He could have used it because in late 1981, the IRS said Billy owed $200,000 in back taxes. What the hell's he, a back tax?
1: You <laughs> didn't say anything the year it happened.
0: I told you. Remember when I told you, I said you have to pay taxes on these checks you're
1: depositing. These they commercial were checks. for
0: commercial
1: no, things. It doesn't matter. I tried to explain this to that you. That
0: wasn't me.
1: I was pretending to be someone else.
0: No, 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 no. That's not how it works. You got money as Billy Martin.
1: All right. Well, look, just tell him I now know. Tell... Them. Them? Yeah. Who?
0: IRS. Just tell them you know? Now I get it. Right, but you still owe money. Like Bullshit!
1: They didn't tell me anything.
0: No, they didn't have to. Everybody knows that. If, that's why I told you. I told you. I was like, you gotta pay taxes. All
1: right, tell them this. They owe me money. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go at them. <laughs>
0: Uh, so he's very distracted by his money problems, sure. and he's very
1: distant. Shame they had scotch on that plane,
0: huh? He's, <laughs> he's very distant in spring training that year. That's good for
1: a coach, right?
0: Yes, he had a trailer outside the left field fence, and he just stayed in it for hours. No, that's time. good.
1: That's how you can coach. Yeah, for sure. Just treat it like a <laughs> like a tornado uh, unit. That's right. Like a twister van. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, the players all feel abandoned. And then that year... Because
1: their coach lives in an RV outside, outside of Outside the field. wall, yeah, yeah. It's
0: not sure. great, yeah. yeah. Uh, so the pitchers all start falling apart that year, and they'd been the key to 1981, but now they all they all had injuries, and people started blaming Billy and the pitching coach for using them too much the year before, Okay, overusing them. So it, they're saying it's his fault. Right. And, and one day that season, after they lose enough games, Billy... Comes into his office and just fucking destroys it. Okay, Billy Ball. TV, fridge, desk, wall, wall outlet machine, wall, wall outlets, outlets tore out of the wow. wall. Like I mean, he literally destroys the. <laughs> okay. They try to fix it overnight sure. so the owners don't find out, but right. the owners find out,
1: right? <laughs> and they start thinking Billy's a little unhinged. Why? Because he ruined the office and, and the outlets? tore even outlets. Right. Out. Okay. Yeah, right. It's not
0: great. So after the season, they fire him. Okay. Now, in November, Billy's in Manhattan with Jill, and a photographer takes a picture of them standing very close. And it goes in the paper, and Billy flips the fuck out. Sure. And he's like, I got to call Heather. And he calls Heather, and he proposes to her.
1: What the fuck? (laughs) Dudes are just so crazy. (laughs) Dudes are just crazy. They are crazy. (laughs) There's no, like, the whole situation is nuts, Mm -hmm. but like the level of insanity he gets himself to just being like if she sees it she'll like the fear that the relationship can generate in a guy like he's completely acting out of fear Yeah. and it's just a picture where they're not standing like super yeah. far away from each other he could make up any reason Yeah. He'd, he'd be like, or at oh. least let her start it be like hey I saw a picture yeah. in the paper but instead he's like honey look I got something to tell you I have to marry you <laughs> wow <laughs>
0: So they get married in the same month that he proposed in New Orleans. Like a couple weeks later, they get married. Okay. Jill is still his road lady, though. Road lady. But she didn't know he got
1: married. Well, of course not. That's not on the road.
0: <clears throat> now, George, George had gone through three managers that year alone. Oh, my God. Are they going to? Yankees finished fifth. No. George hires Billy again as manager Uh, in January. Wow. Third time.
1: (laughs) Can't quit him.
0: At the first home game, 55,000 fans cheer. And the marketing campaign is Billy is back. Right. Team, not good. Sure. George had told reporters he wouldn't interfere with the team until halfway through the season.
1: (laughs) He said he wouldn't? That was he his... Said, pre- oh. He said I won't interfere until the... Just Oscar when it gets makes- important, then I'll start messing with it. I'm
0: not going to start fucking with anything until, until halfway through, and then I'm going to really just fuck uh, everything really up. get crazy. So, <laughs> the, uh, in May, he can't, he can't help himself. He doesn't make it to halfway through the season. In May, he goes into the clubhouse, and he scolds the team and just tears into them. After he leaves, Billy tells the player to just fucking ignore him, and right. the players all laugh. On July 24th, the Yankees are playing the Kansas City Royals. And their best player, George Brett, hits a game-winning home run in the final at bat. Okay. And the entire team is celebrating. And as they are, Billy strolls out to the umpire at home plate and asks him to check the bat to see if it was illegal. So players could put something called pine tar on the bats. On the bat. So the hand, the handle, where you're right, handling right. Yeah, it. Yeah, a grip. Sticky. Right. And uh, it couldn't be above 18 inches because they didn't want pine tar getting on the ball right. when it was hit. Right, So billy's request is not really what it's intended for. It's not about hitting it. It's about pine tar. It's about pine tar. So you would normally be like, hey, it's getting sticky stuff on the ball, when Billy makes his request, Brett yells from the dugout, quote, if they call me out, you're going to see four dead umpires. Jesus, Brett. Learn how to
1: talk shit. <laughs> we don't get there right away. Straight to murder. Yeah, it's just like uh, early aggressive. Be open. And they call him out. Wow, okay. Brett, because of the pine tar. Yeah.
0: Brett loses his fucking mind. Well,
1: he better be killing four umpires, otherwise he doesn't hold to his word. Yeah.
0: And he storms out of the dugout like a madman to try to get at the umpire. Another umpire has to grab him by the neck to hold him back. I mean he's <laughs> he's a fucking madman. Okay. Now the Yankees finished that's that's one of the biggest moments in baseball history. Like everyone knows that moment. Um yeah, but they just know George Brett. No one it, no one realizes it, that on the other side of it is Billy Martin being his little fucking genius. Right. You know.
1: Is that why? Right.
0: Is it famous just because it's bullshit? It's famous because of George Brett's reaction.
1: Oh, okay. Mm. Right.
0: Going crazy. Oh.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah, there is trying to okay. kill the umpire. Yeah. No, there's definitely. There's, I like the way that. The, I like the guy in third. Look at the lady down there. Just yay. Yeah. But it's also there's one, two, three. They're standing on a line. Like, don't worry. We'll defend him in a line. Yeah.
0: So the Yankees finished that season ninety one and seventy one, which is a really fucking great record, but not enough for the playoffs back right. then. Um, and then George fired him.
1: Sure, <laughs> sure. Just,
0: whatever. Well, he did fire him. He replaced him with Yogi Berra, but he made sure everyone knew Billy wasn't fired; just moved to a new position, advisor for trades and personnel. "Quote: <laughs> I don't like to talk about firing managers.
1: I don't fire them. I, I rehouse them." I, <laughs>
0: Yeah, so he's very after the past time the times of firing Billy. He really doesn't want to get right. into it, and so he's
1: like, "No, I did." I, he's, he's not fired. He's he's new hired. He's just not there. He's different job. He's in another office with another nameplate.
0: At the beginning of the next season, Jill's on a plane when a Yankee wife asked her, "Quote: So what are you doing now that Billy's married?" And that's how Jill found out Billy was married. I can't believe that. <laughs> that's crazy. Like that crazy. She goes back to Newport Beach and Billy flies there and they get into a huge fight on her lawn. And the cops are called and Billy is arrested for public public drunkenness and disorderly conduct.
1: Okay, good. So now his wife, Heather. Yes.
0: Well, the New York Times headline, quote, Martin jailed as drunk. The papers were harsher than they had ever been before, because new younger reporters didn't understand why Billy hadn't always been reported on as a drunk asshole. Right. So there's this change in culture, media, right. and culture, and they're like, "What the fuck? You, what's with this drunk guy that yeah. you're all, you know, <laughs> acting like he's awesome?"
1: He just drinks beer. <laughs> never been so worked up about. I don't know
0: why, but one, one, I think it was the AP reported that they had fought over a horse, and that must have been to cover for him. Hmm. Because they would cover for ballplayers back then. Sure. They fought over a horse.
1: They had a horse fight. (laughs) Come on, that happens.
0: Billy told Jelly he was going to leave Heather. And in a year they did, they divorced. Um, Jill.
1: Look, I want you to get your stuff and get out of here. And that goes for your mom, your dad, and your grandma too. Whoops.
0: So crazy. Jill and Billy became closer, but his friends and family did not like Jill. Okay. Nobody liked Jill.
1: Sure. They
0: felt like Jill pushed them all away from Billy. Okay. She didn't approve of his drinking outings with his buddies, and she didn't like the hunting trips. So. <laughs> I like
1: that the family's like, you're trying to change him. It's like He's a full-on alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> he's been he as a drinking problem. Like, just quit trying to take the Billy out of Billy.
0: The next season, the Yankees start 6-10, and 10, and Yogi Berra was fired, and Jesus. Billy was named manager of the so, so New York I, Yankees. I
1: did not know that George Steinbrenner was, like, this crazy. Like, I knew he was crazy. I've enjoyed Seinfeld and the Steinbrenner impression and been like, yeah, he's nuts. I mean, he seemed nuts, but this is nuts. This is like a guy who's like, how do you get famous from firing people? I know how.
0: I mean, he's really out of his fucking mind. It's crazy.
1: That, like, I mean, you'd just give a guy, like, 11 games and then be like, nah, you're done.
0: Yeah. I mean, it just, and how many times can you fire and hire the same fucking guy?
1: Yeah. You know, who I should hire, don't say Billy. Billy. Billy.
0: But now fans weren't happy because of how Yogi Bear was fired. You don't fire a guy yeah. 16 games into a fucking season. Yeah. Like, that's
1: crazy. Yeah.
0: There's 162 fucking games.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> also, they were like, how many times is Billy gonna get hired? People, People are disgusted with how George runs the team. And for the first time, when Billy was announced, it was just a quick ovation. And also, for the first time, some random booing. Yeah, okay. Late that season, they're in a race to win the division. And it's like, this is like 10 days of maybe the worst 10 days in Yankee history. (laughs) So they have a bad series against the top team. And then George shows up in the press box the next game. And he starts reading the stats of several Yankees from that series that didn't do well. Reading where? Of his play. In the press box with all the press. Okay. Griffey, 0 for 8. Baylor, 0 for 7. Winfield, 3 for 11. Quote, Quote, where is Reggie where is Reggie Jackson? We need a Mr. October or a Mr. Sup- September. Winfield is Mr. May. The big guys are not coming through. The guys who are supposed to carry the team are not carrying the team.
1: Good. So good. Good. So that's how Motivational. You, that's how you run a team.
0: Yes. This became known as George's Mr. May speech. <laughs> For some reason the team is fucking pissed. What happened? What did they I don't know.
1: didn't like the I idea don't that he's yeah. just shitting on the personnel to the people who write about it?
0: And particularly Dave Winfield, because Dave Winfield is a guy who would just like run full force into the fence to catch the ball. Right. Like he just gave it his all. Right. And he went three for eleven, which isn't fucking terrible. Right, like that's yeah. like three for that's like a good that's a good series. Right. Um, so the next day, George said, quote, if they're not embarrassed, they should take the uniform off and walk away from the pay window. Okay. So he doubled down. Yankees are more pissed. A couple of days later, Billy asks a right-handed batter to hit left-handed. The guy had, been, the guy had never hit left-handed before, but he started practicing trying to hit left-handed, and so Billy was like, hit left-handed. He strikes out. They lose that game, and people think Billy's gone absolutely fucking crazy. Yeah. Now the Yankees have lost six. The Yankees have lost six in a row, and they were in contention to win the division. And then there's this pitcher on the team that no one likes. He's a redneck guy named Ed Whitson. The players hate Ed. The fans hate Ed. He's you know the fans jeer at him and boo at him like nobody fucking likes Ed. He's so bad under pressure. So they're in this six-game losing streak, and Billy's like, I cannot have fucking Ed Witson pitch. So he... Hey, Billy, am
1: I starting today? <laughs> um, I feel good. I just got to get a couple pitches out to just get my arm loose, and then I'll be ready. There's water out there, right? Or can I call for... There's no water. Oh, boy. Marshmallows.
0: Oh, we have a contract.
1: I understand. I respect
0: Um... So Billy tells, instead of just saying he's not good it, under pressure, Billy says, well, his arm's hurt.
1: Okay.
0: So then the press goes to ask Ed, and Ed's like, no, my arm's not fucking hurt. Huh. My arm's fine. My
1: ego's killing me. Yeah, and
0: now Ed's fucking furious. So after the game, the players are at a, if you can imagine, at a
1: bar? No, yeah, what? Yeah, yeah Why? first time what at a bar. First time at a bar. Charity
0: stuff? Quote, Whitson was agitated and talking loudly about Billy Martin. And then Whitson starts arguing with a guy at a table next to him. Okay. Just some random dude. Sure. And they get into it. And they stand up and they get in each other's faces. And Ed grabs him by the throat. Now, Ed knows martial arts. Okay. So he grabs the guy by the throat. They always say you're not supposed to use that unless you're drunk. That's right. And Billy comes running over to stop it. Let me beat his ass. And he gets in between them, and he says, quote, Eddie, you're drunk. You don't need this. And then Eddie called Billy a motherfucker and punched him. Mm
1: -hmm. For
0: Billy, this must have been very strange. (laughs) Wait a minute. minute. That's me normally. So now they start fighting. Okay. And sports writers are there watching and just taking notes. First thing I'd try to do is hurt his arm to be like, told ya." (laughs) See? Can't bend it. Ed is out of his fucking mind, screaming, throwing punches. They get separated, and they lead them through the lobby to take them up to their separate rooms.
1: <laughs> it's pretty amazing that one's the coach. <laughs> cool.
0: Now, Ed's so crazy that they have, his, they have his arms pinned to his side as they walk him. Okay. But he breaks free, and he kicks Billy in the balls so hard Ooh. it lifts Billy off the
1: ground. Oh, my God. What? No. This is like Mel Brooks. Like, this is... I mean, that's possible? Yeah. To kick a guy's ball so hard he flies? <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, it's a thing. <laughs> oh, my God. Billy Billy crumples to the ground. Ow. And then he stands up and he takes... Spits a, his nuts out? He takes a deep breath. And he looks at Ed and he says, quote, Now I'm going to have to kill you. Oh, my God. <laughs>
1: Oh my God. I mean, if a guy kicks your nuts so hard, you go off the ground. You have to come back with some heat. He knows. He knows you got a counter punch. Now I'm afraid I'm going to have to kill you. You understand? Ed is pushed
0: out of the lobby as Billy comes after him. <laughs> So the way this is described, it is described like a crazy mon- monkey dodging everybody who tries to block him.
1: Billy. Like, yeah. Billy is now. People are trying to keep him blocked. See, and there he's are some like, people ping, ping, who ping, would ping. crumble at the pain of no, the ball kick, but Billy, Billy is, somehow he got energy. harnesses and he takes yeah. the fire into his belly yeah. and his fists. And now he needs to just he's get like, it out. That's somewhere. what makes me strong. <laughs> Can't come
0: again. <laughs> so so he's just dodging and faking and weaving. And he gets past the last guy. (laughs) Oh, my God. And now there's a group of players who are surrounding Ed trying to move him away. And Billy rushes at the group, and they start trying to punch each other over everybody. And then everybody falls over in a giant pile. Billy hits his head on the ground. The back of his head hits the pavement, and so he's dazed. So they grab Billy and take him back to the lobby. They take Ed over to the parking lot. And then they take Billy to a Billy, Billy to a back elevator. And they take him up to the third floor. And as the doors open, the other guys have no. got Ed right there.
1: Hey, we were just going to put Ed <laughs> in here. Oh, shit.
0: <laughs> Round four. No, more? <laughs> so, yeah. So they go at each other again. And... Uh, and they finally get him separated for the, 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 all the fighting, 25 minutes.
1: Oh, my God. And an elevator ride.
0: In an elevator ride. George hears about it the next morning.
1: I'm going to hire Eddie to be the new manager. <laughs> How do you think about that, everybody? George.
0: <laughs> Billy has uh, a broken arm, cuts on his face, and back. Before the game, reporters asked Billy what happened to his arm. Quote, I heard it bowling. Mm-hmm. You know how bowling is. Those pins shatter. So George conducts another investigation. Oh, good. And then he announces neither guy's going to be punished. Okay, and George. Nobody, this one was fine. Sure, George. Whatever you want to do. He's like, Billy wasn't looking for a fight. He was trying to stop a fight. And But I don't know why does isn't punish Ed. Uh-huh. Ed hit him first. Ed was going to fight with another Sure. Guy. Well, here's the reason. Because he's not really mad about the fight. He likes it. Well, he had set a curfew for 12 p.m. And he's now furious that the players were...
1: Tricking in the bar
0: after midnight
1: Okay, George, (laughs) you do you, baby You do you
0: For the rest of his life, Ed never spoke of the fight
1: Okay, wow Oh, Jesus
0: The Yankees did not make the playoffs But again, they finished 97-64 and Again
1: Amazing record Oh, jeez
0: Yeah, so he's got a broken arm there Good lord And look how old he looks Yeah, he's
1: he's an old guy And look at the Dan Aykroyd cop behind him That guy's not uh, enforcing
0: (laughs) much Certainly Uh, not so, look, that's an amazing record. Uh, still not enough to make the playoffs because somebody was better, but everyone's excited about the next season. You know, like we sure, people next, are optimistic. Yeah. Billy gives, uh, I guess it was tradition for at the last game for the, the manager to give a summary of the season in front of the players and reporters. Okay. So he did. And during that, he says he wants a race. He wants a race? Yeah, during the, he, he explains how the summary of the season, how great it went. And then he says, I want a race. That's why he got fired before.
1: Oh, right. Okay. Sorry.
0: Turns out the IRS had put a lien on his salary. Oh, a raise. Raise, yeah. Okay. What would you think I said? Race. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. He wants to race Ed Whitson. Okay,
1: good. That's how his <laughs> sausage races started at County Stadium. Um, okay.
0: Rumors quickly start that ex-Yankee Lou Pinello would replace him. Now, Billy does not go back to Heather after the season or even talk to her. He okay. just...
1: Stops. She'll figure it out. <laughs> hey, this, this whole thing of having to communicate the end, it's not necessary. People figure it out. True. If you just go away forever, yeah. she'll figure it out. How hard can it be? She's what? She doesn't have the power of deduction. She'll notice.
0: She files for divorce. The court papers... The divorce court papers said he did not come home after the 1985 season.
1: Yeah, and she and what happened? She got it. She figured it out. She figured it out.
0: And Lou Pinella was made the new manager. Okay, and then fired nine days into the season. This is the craziest one. Hired a parrot. It must have just been because he asked for a raise. Because he 97 and 64 is an amazing record.
1: Well, I mean. He is did it, He uh, did get into
0: a fight with it. Yeah,
1: he had, like, a family guy fight with one of the <laughs> players. So it's sort of like, you know, I mean, I don't know.
0: So, uh new manager. Billy is not fired. He has moved to baseball assistant to George, which is a totally oh, a vague, made-up job. That's a great it's not job. A thing now, you ever, can be,
1: now you can work for him directly. It's literally never you been... You can a, glean all the information that Steinbrenner doesn't have off of him. It's
0: just a totally... Not real thing. Yeah. Papers are now using Roman numerals for Billy's manager stints. <laughs> Billy, uh, IV was over. Is it IV or 1V? Well, that would, yeah, sure. Uh, IV, whatever. But George gave Billy a big raise and wiped out a loan that he had given him $150,000. So he's still like taking right. care of him. Yeah, it's weird. Billy and Jill got engaged. Okay. Friends and family were very upset. Sure. She took over his finances. She worked his PR. The next season, the Yankees had a Billy Martin day, and they retired his number. Until they
1: rehired him later that afternoon.
0: His family came uh, to Yankee Stadium for the first and only time, and while they were there, they fought with Jill for the entire time. That's
1: crazy. That's the first time they've ever been there. Isn't that?
0: Yeah, that's really weird. Um, Billy said to the fans, quote, I may not have been the best Yankee to put on the pinstripes, but I am the proudest. That's like a huge quote that you people know. say so his divorce from Heather's finalized his drinking eases up a bit he has a very quiet season and then in October George announces Billy is back as manager and <laughs>
1: Dude, he retired his number he retired his number How you know what I mean he retired his number he'll coach under a different number god damn it Wow. Five.
0: V. (sighs) Billy Martin, Yankees, Uh, uh, V.
1: Five. That's crazy. Uh, This time I think we'll figure out if he's right or not. And and not
0: over like 20 years. No. This is like just (laughs) five five years. (laughs) Five years. So... Uh, Panella has moved to GM.
1: Uh, and then Piniella's the G's, like, is like, that's what we need. He'll be the GM instead. That's better. And I'll be my own assistant, goddammit.
0: Billy marries Jill at a huge wedding. The night before the wedding, his friends try to talk him out of marrying her. That's
1: not always nice. Yeah, his- that's my favorite part of a wedding. The <laughs> night before when you try to get the guy to bail. Don't fucking do this, don't man. Don't do it, Todd. She. She's she, she psycho, bro. Right. It's not She's even, psycho. I just don't want to lose you. Yeah, what the fuck, man? It's been nice to see everybody, but come on.
0: Um. So on May 6th, they played a game in Texas. And afterwards, Billy, Mickey Mantle, and a couple other guys. That's good.
1: Already, I got a good feeling. <laughs> got a Go. good feeling.
0: Go out drinking.
1: I got a good
0: feeling. They end up at a strip club called uh-huh. Lace. Lace, Nice. Mickey gets so drunk that the other two guys have to escort him home.
1: I can't walk. (laughs) Okay.
0: Billy was left there. Billy was never supposed to be left alone.
1: Oh, God. This is a manager. (laughs) (laughs) He should be very comfortable alone. So he's taking a leak
0: in the bathroom, and he's at the urinal. That's good, at least. Two guys come in, and one hits him on the head with something. Okay. Probably a blackjack. Like They hit him with something really fucking hard. Quote, okay. I've never been jumped like that before. I was still standing there peeing. I had my deal still out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I wanted a
0: raise. <laughs> so he's knocked down, just kicked and punched, and then they, they drag him out the back door. And they take his head. Oh, Jesus. And they drag it across the jagged stucco wall of the building outside. Oh, my God. Quote, the ear was all but sheared off.
1: Oh, my God. They stuccoed his ear off? Yeah. Jesus Christ.
0: At the hotel, the Yankee crew, the players, the team, there's a bunch of people there.
1: And someone pulled the fire alarm, so everyone's outside. Okay. The hotel. By the way, shout out to the prankster. Good one. <laughs> always, always a great prank. George is in a silk robe. Of course. Yes. <laughs> he should look like a worm. A cab rolls up. Billy
0: rolls out, covered in blood, holding a jacket to his just bloody ear. Stump hey, me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow okay so george is like oh, okay this is good yeah so everyone my is like, ears coming in another ride that's why i hired you uh, what yeah. <laughs> never
0: mind we'll what? talk later we'll talk later Ta- later yeah
1: yeah i'll talk to you later
0: they take him to arlington hospital he needs 50 stitches he has a swollen eye a gash on his cheek huge bruises the ear contusion on the back of his skull like he's really fucked up yeah Billy told reporters, quote, I just feel embarrassed because I got caught off guard. I didn't think I'd get hit in the head in the toilet. It's fair. Fair. It's fair. Fair. They're, they're, that's like holy ground. Like you, be able to, like, you shouldn't be able to attack a guy at a urinal. No. It's true. The police said Billy did absolutely nothing to provoke it. George said he was the victim.
1: But we're firing him anyway. <laughs> that's it for you, because mother it's motherfucker. Cra- because I'm crazy.
0: <laughs> the next day, Billy's in the dugout. The players are amazed and horrified. Right. One of them said, "Quote, he was really messed up this time. There was blood caked in his ear and along the stitches. It was kind of scary."
1: Oh my gosh. <laughs> hey, Skip Frankenstein. Um <laughs> Oh my God! Blood cake. The blood cake. Like that's. The, here's the deal. Wash it. Uh, well, until you're until it's coming out from being able to wash, or you know, time. Then you can go back. It's not the time to be oh, working yeah, if you have the
0: dried blood. I, I think back then you couldn't get stitches
1: wet, right? Probably that yeah. will not surprise yeah. me. By the way, what a great face. Oh, don't let these get wet. <laughs> it, feels like, it feels like a movie plot now. <laughs>
0: So they go back to New York, and reporters are fucking horrified by his appearance. Sure, And the fact that it happened in a strip club made it all worse. Right, yeah. His rep takes another big hit. George, quote, he's a 60-year-old man, and when I saw his ear was hanging, he shouldn't have been there. He has to use better judgment.
1: Yeah, it's true. Yeah, that is. it's weird. It's not a good look.
0: So a little while after this, they're in Oakland. And the ump makes a bad call, and Billy charges out. Rips
1: his ear off and throws it at him. <laughs> Take that, you son of a bitch!
0: He charges out, and he tries to throw dirt on him, but the, it's hard clay. So he gets down. I'm
1: going to make him a vase!
0: He, he gets down on the ground. and he tries, Oh, I've seen this! And he tries to shovel it right. onto his... And it just looks... Weird. It's embarrassing. Yeah. It looks...
1: It's like a kid in a sandbox. You can't,
0: like, get enough dirt, and it's right. just... It's, it's weird and sad. Right. Writers are not kind. The New York Times asked sports psychologists for opinions of oh, Billy's oh, God. display in Oakland. One quote, dirt adds another quality, filth, ultimately meaning contempt. It's an expression of contempt. So they're just...
1: Yeah, no shit. You need a PhD. I, and what he's expressing here is displeasure. Uh, he the the dirt adds an element. He's basically, essentially, consciously, unconsciously, saying to the efficient that he does not believe in what he is saying is law, and uh, he's doing that by uh, analogizing the soil uh, to the consistency of the calls. Um, So it's nuanced. It's difficult to read. It's It's a bit like a Rosetta Stone situation. No, it's very obvious. He was
0: kicking dirt on it. He
1: is telling him through action, the dirt is my expression of displeasure, which is strong. You're a professional? Absolutely. I paid a lot of money, which is why I am forming this uh, sort of triangulation here of the clay um, near your appendages. It's my way of saying this is a roadblock. I'm not into this. It is dirty. It is filthy. It is below me. Um, and he's sort of we've never has, seen has anything any, quite like it before has anybody tried to kill but, you ever? oh yeah yes absolutely i used yeah. to sell marshmallows but so and we we've made it into this mm-hmm. pile and it's uh it's 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 an objection um, but it's also a, a way of sending a message, uh, discounting the opinion. And, um, and I, is,
0: I would like to die.
1: Yes. Yeah. Well, it's, uh, that's how that's how the efficient probably felt at, at, at the moment. Um, but it's very nuanced. Again, not, a layman is not going to be able. Wakey, wakey, A layman is not going to be able to uh, pick up on something like this. It's good thing you brought me in for that. So that'll be eight hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Please.
0: Billy was suspended for three games, and the umpires were pissed. They wanted a lot more. Sure. The umpires union said Billy wouldn't be allowed to leave the dugout. Quote, he's kind <laughs> of
1: like their legal. They're like, we technically have jurisdiction over the field. <laughs> yeah, I know, right?
0: Quote, he's going to have to fold his hands, shut his mouth, and that's it. Otherwise, he's going to be ejected, 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 ejected. Every time for the next couple of weeks that he comes that is- out of the dugout, he'll be
1: ejected. This is the weakest threat. <clears throat> He better follow the rules. And if, he, if we're going to give him a couple of weeks where he has to.
0: So they ejected him every time he came out of the dugout. So he's still coming out. He essentially can't do his job. Right. <clears throat> I mean, the manager has to come out of the dugout like he can't usually. Does he? Yeah. There's times you have to go out to the pitcher. Sometimes. Like his, but I always you know. feel
1: like those are bullshit conversations. I mean, essentially, he's going like, you think he can still do it? And the guy's like, yeah. And he's like, no, I don't think you can. Get out of here. <laughs>
0: So now, because the umpires are riding Billy, George starts taking shots at Billy again. Right.
1: Of course. George... <laughs> and the team's
0: doing well. The team's right. doing that well. Is,
1: that's irrelevant. George is
0: just... Georgia turns out, is upset <laughs> because he ordered the pitchers to do a specific training program every day, but then the team ignored
1: it. Right. Because, again, he has no connection to athletics. N- and no understanding of reality. Right. So
0: he... He goes to Piniella and he goes, I'm gonna hire I'm gonna get rid of Billy again. Can you be coach? And Penella's like, I don't want to be like Billy, you keep hiring and rehiring. No, me.
1: no, then he'll be the GM.
0: But then then he's like, Well then I'm gonna order this I'm gonna hire this guy who's outside the Yankees organization. And Panel's like, Oh, you can't hire an, a non-Yankee. Yeah,
1: it's not how no 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 no. That's um I don't even know how that would work. <laughs> <laughs> What's that gonna look like? So
0: Pinella takes the job and George is fired as Yankee. And, yeah.
1: and um Billy is fired Billy's fired right. Sorry,
0: Billy's fired yeah, It's the 15th Yankee manager In 15 years
1: Wow that is something
0: And they've won a lot of championships And they, their record They have these 97, 91 wins like they, right. Those are crazy good seasons right. For a baseball team Billy didn't hear about it from George His lawyer sure. called him right. right He's in shock As are the fans Because the team was fucking doing well They had a 40 and 28 record Wow Fourth best in Major League Baseball. Fans Fury. attack George
1: on yeah. talk radio. I think George maybe just is a fetishist.
0: <laughs> this. Other people, however, say Billy needs rehab, right? Mm-hmm. They're like, well, this guy needs help. Most are worried about him. George, George still keeps him on the Yankee payroll. He's still got a position, advisor sure. or whatever. Right. So he goes in and meets with George a month later. George is very remorseful, but probably because the Yankees were not, they immediately were bad as soon as he was not manager. They were Dave, not good.
1: Dave, he, he better not be fucking hiring no, him. No, no, it's not. <laughs> well, mean, how could
0: that happen? <laughs> dude, don't. How could that? I mean, he's about to hire him again. George gives him a race.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he deserved more money for not really being around. So, a Billy and Jill moved
0: to a farm in upstate New York. They uh, they installed a 24 karat gold-plated urinal in the bathroom because Billy missed the toilet so often late at night.
1: Well, he's probably looking for people to be hammering him in the head every time he goes now.
0: He's <laughs> got bathroom PTSD. Yeah, yeah,
1: he's got PTSD.
0: well done. They had a sheep, a ram, geese, ducks. Billy putters around on a tractor. Jilly walls off Billy completely from his family's friends. Okay. Yankees finish in fifth place. okay. But he's living a small town life, and sure. he's he's liking it. Right. He goes and does an occasional appearance.
1: Yeah, and sure, every now and then he'd go like murder a stranger in the woods or something <laughs> just to get the feeling again.
0: He's still a team advisor. He talks to George on the phone. George fires Lou Pinella and <laughs> hires Dallas Green, who okay. is the who is the outsider. Okay, right, right. That, that they were worried about, right? And he's terrible. Okay. He fires Green okay. and hires Bucky Dent.
1: It's, it's nice to see him play the field a little bit. just feel like, no, there's other talent out there.
0: Billy begs him for a more active role on the team. He goes, I want to do more. I want to You're do more.
1: You're starting pitcher, Billy.
0: <laughs> so George's idea is to put Billy in a uniform and just have him around.
1: Uh, this is a mascot. Even if
0: it's hanging out in the owner's box.
1: What sort of weird? You're going to pretend to be you 10 years ago. What sort of
0: weird? Well, a lot of people think it was George's idea of having a manager in waiting for a split decision firing.
1: Oh my god. He has oh. like a like how some people hide cigarettes. The <laughs> manager in the wings. <laughs> I don't know, I might have to fire a Now managing uh, the New York Yankees for the rest of the game.
0: In late November, after the season's over, George and Billy talk in his office. George has a giant mitt. Chair, and he he makes people see it because it makes him look really small.
1: Okay, so let me know if he's a weird guy. <laughs> <laughs> they talk in his office, then they walk. Down you're a ball. With- <laughs> you understand? You're out. Do you get it? Yeah. You're tiny. No, I get it. You're in a little mitt. I yeah. Look no, at the size I, of me. You're Big man. Yeah. You're in a small chair. I you're a little it. ball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Your insides are like string and stuffing. Okay. Your Is this, is there a
0: point to this meeting? Yes, of
1: course. Your little ball. Okay. So tiny. Alright, I'm gonna go. Ooh. Get out. Get 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 back. That guy's gone. <laughs> Your <a> little ball. <laughs>
0: okay. So they talk in his office and then they go down to the field and then talk some more. And then they shake hands and the secret's out. Billy V1 is here. No my God. Billy Six is coming. This
1: is, if it outdoes Rockies, it's a problem.
0: He's calling he's calling the coaches. It's uh, like it's he's like going They're in love. Yeah, it's really crazy And
1: they just't can quit they just can't stop it. They can't.
0: Um, <laughs> he's plan B for the 1990 Yankee season.
1: 1990.
0: Then um, his mom dies. Okay. And he is fucking devastated okay. Inconsolable A childhood friend quote He kept saying I'll never be the same His friend Bill Reedy Who's now his closest friend Comes up to the farm to hang out You know My mom died Coming yeah. hang out with me And they head out uh, They go out to town on Christmas Day And end up drinking at Maury's The local bar Sure Billy was hitting the vodka hard the, the, For some reason the bartender there Was an ex-baseball player It's just all so crazy Okay what? Like Cheers. Yeah, like Cheers. That's right. Uh, uh he's, he's very, he's just talking about spring training. He's just fucking thrilled about spring training starting. He really le- is. Yeah. You know, he's going to be a manager. Yeah. They leave the bar. Reedy's driving. The pickup truck is going too fast for the icy road and slides into a ditch, and Billy's neck was broken. Oh, shit. He died on Christmas Day, 1989. Jill called his son, his daughter, and then George in that order. Wow.
1: The IRS... George is like, I'm not going to fire him. (laughs) (laughs) I think he can still coach this year. What do you think?
0: The IRS quickly attached a lien on his estate for unpaid back taxes. So nice. He would have lived if he had been wearing a seatbelt. Wow. Thousands came to his funeral. St. Patrick's uh, fucking packed, like more people than are supposed to be in there. Street outside, thousands of people. All these guys... He really meant something to... Like, a guy named Bob Presario came from New Jersey. Quote, I was a fan of Billy all my life. He stood up for the little guy, one of us. That's why we're all here. Also a very diverse crowd. Mm-hmm. Um, on June 6th, Bucky Dent was fired as manager of the Yankees.
1: We're hiring Jill. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> we are going to actually employ Billy's ear. We found it.
0: Cyberator died on July 13th, 2010. that is quite a uh... isn't that fucking crazy
1: yeah it's crazy that whole that whole life is crazy i mean it's it's like it's like kill bills the second one is very different but it's still totally crazy yeah
0: there's there's the whole lead thing what um leaded gasoline made people more violent and right. and crazy and I, this is my, billy was
1: drinking it right
0: i mean look billy grew up in a really rough time Her, his mom's a you know a street yeah. sex worker and that's that's gonna lead to that's gonna lead to some fist fights alone right but you know you're raised by she's probably an alcoholic i would imagine right um so he has a temper problem, but uh, but then he's the guy who cries. Yeah, and every everybody loves him. His fucking teams love him, except yeah. for the occasional Rachel Jackson. But they everybody loves Billy. The other managers who work under work on him are like he's the smartest manager that's ever lived. Right, but he's so fucking volatile. Yeah,
1: no, but I mean there are like, I mean there are. Like the whole – I mean, even players or athletes, like part of the thing sometimes is, you know, finding the way to harness the talent and focus it because yeah. it's just scattered. Yeah. And so it's like with someone like this, like the passion is what's getting your players motivated and is what's like working your system, but it's also the guy who's going to fucking chip a reporter's tooth at a bar that he's blackout drunk at. Like yeah, it's, it's good and bad, you know, it's all, and you yeah. kind of just have to – if you're the manager too – Especially his situation with Steinberg. It's like, nobody's going to give you baby corrections. Like, they're just right. letting him do whatever. And so, you know, he's an old dog. No new tricks, really. And so he just... But, yeah. It's really... It's crazy.
0: It's a fucked... And I, it's also such a fucked up time. Although, you know, we obviously live in a fucked up time now. What? But people were so much... The, the fights...
1: The alcohol too. I mean, the, the level of alcoholism, did, but, right? The,
0: but kids don't seem to fight as much as we did when we were like people would brawl all the time, and yeah, and I talk to kids now, and it's not a thing like it was.
1: I, I mean, I I'll bet you that the you know the idea like it's like road raging. Like, you used to be able to talk shit when you were driving to people. Yeah. Like, you used to be able to. You know, you hit a guy uh, with your car on purpose. You deserved it. But um, but you used to be able to, like, you know, be like, hey, you fucked up back there. But now it's like, the, like that. Le- now people are like, I'll kill you. You know, and you're like, yeah. oh, okay, never mind, shouldn't do that. So maybe there's some version of that. Like, there is. Maybe,
0: but, you know, I don't know. I think that society was much more violent back then. Yeah. But also drunk. Drunk. Well, that and that's the other thing, you know. They 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 drank in the dugout. I mean, not the dugout in the clubhouse, and everyone was drinking up in the press box. Yeah, and then you know, in the seventies came around, and they were all doing fucking speed. I mean, there was bowls of speed, and And like
1: that was helping them get more drunk. uh,
0: Yeah, I mean, it was just.
1: Yeah, I mean, they were using speed to sober up, essentially.
0: Yeah, yeah, and now like the thing most guys seem to be doing is smoking a
1: little bit of pot, you know. How dare they? Yeah, fuck yeah. that. There's opiates to get hooked on. That's right. Um, yeah. No, but um, no, it's like when you used to see coaches smoke on the sideline. Now you're like, what the fuck
0: is going on? It's just insane.
1: Or players are smoking. I mean, it's I just I used uh,
0: I don't think, you, you can't chew tobacco anymore, but those guys no. just all have big wads of oh, tobacco, yeah, tobacco in their
1: Yeah. No, no. It, I mean, the, the line between, like, athlete and regular human was so much more blurred. <laughs> now you're like, no, oh, they're a different species of human. But back then, you're like, hey, this guy's a, this guy like, also uh, runs a Zamboni company. <laughs> like, you know, just like <laughs> actual humans. Um,
0: uh, alcoholism. But yeah, Alcoholism I, uh, is cool. Huh? Alcoholism is pretty cool.
1: You've enjoyed growing up. Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. That's cool. I like it a lot. Yeah. Call me, they call me fan number one.
1: No, they, I mean, they, my, my grandfather was like a huge, huge alcoholic. And my brother, when he tells me stories, he's like, he was fun, but he was shit Yeah, you know, like, but. That's just how it was. It wasn't irregular regular to be, like, drinking at lunch. Like, every no. lunch you'd have drinks, and that yeah. would not be crazy. You would like, If you all. go out with someone now and you order drinks, people are like, is everything cool? <laughs> like, did we talk about it? Like, you would need to be predetermined that you're getting day drunk. Yeah. You didn't just show up and be like, yeah. I'm three gin martinis, and I got to go back to the office. I'll drive there. I'm not driving back to the office, obviously.
0: Yeah, it's really crazy.
1: Um. Well. Cool. 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 Yeah. Well. There we go. Finally. I've, I've always wondered. I've always wanted to hear the opposing coach's experience on Ten Cent Beer Night. So nice <laughs> to contextualize that world a little bit for me. Uh,
0: I should read the sources.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. And when you do it, say a source is a source of course. A
0: source it. is a source of course. Of course. A source is a source of course. Uh, main book uh, by Bill Penn. Padding- Pat- Bill. Main source is a book by Bill Pennington, Billy Martin, Baseball's Flawed Genius. Uh, there's also some New York Times articles uh, and then a m- meeting article uh, called Billy Brawl, but that one is very pro-Reggie and it doesn't really hold hmm. weight, <laughs> but there's some stuff in there.
1: There yeah. you go. Yeah. Well, it's, there you go. There's there's, there's everybody. Hmm? There you go. So signing off. So what to catch you on the flip side. <laughs> Cut it, Aaron. Cut the fucking thing Cut, now. Got it. Cut it. Cut Hey there, people listening to the dollop. Uh, this is Gareth. Yes, the same guy. I uh, listen. I have a new podcast called "We're Here to Help" that I'm doing with my friend Jake Johnson. It's basically a call-in advice show where we don't say that we're professionals because we aren't, but we try to help people with problems that are important to them. You can listen to it wherever you listen to podcasts, and it is out right now. So go listen to We're Here to Help with Jake and Gareth. We're here to help with Gareth and Jake. I don't remember how we did it, but either way, fun. Half Hour comes out Tuesday, August 22nd, and the episodes will be out every Tuesday and Friday. We're here to help. Oh, hey there, everybody. It's Gareth, you know, from this, uh, this podcast. Uh, listen, I've got some stand-up shows. I'm inviting the Garmy the Gareth Army, to join me for...